So good morning, guys. And as promised, we are now getting ready to dive into the book of Revelation chapter 6, which is the opening of the seven seals. And I think it's very important for us to cover the book of Revelations because it speaks of the end of times, which I think that we're getting closer to every time something catastrophic or something happens that the normal mind does not understand yet when you go to the book of revelations it's right there in black and white for you so um i'm gonna go ahead and begin explaining what chapter six verses um one through 17 are all about so we'll begin with verse one this is the first of three seven part judgments The trumpets, which are found in chapters 8 and 9, and the bowls in chapter 16 are the other two. As each seal is opened, Christ the Lamb sets in motion events that will bring about the end of human history. Now, this scroll is not completely opened until the seventh seal is broken, which is found in chapter 8, verse 1. The contents of the scroll reveal mankind's depravity and portray God's authority over the events of human history. When you go on to verse 2, it talks about the four horses that appear as the first four seals which are opened. The horses represent God's judgment of people's sin and rebellion. God is directing human history, even using his enemies to accomplish his purposes. The four horses are a foretaste of the final judgments yet to come. Some view this chapter as a parallel to the Olivet Discourse. Just go back to Matthew chapter 24. The imagery of four horses is also found in Zechariah chapter 6 verses 1 through 8. Now, verses 2 through 8 cover the four horses as a different color. Some assume that the white horse represents victory and that its rider must be Christ because Christ later rides to victory on a white horse. But because the other three horses relate to judgment and destruction, this rider on a white horse would most likely not be Christ. The four are part of the unfolding judgment of God and it would be premature for Christ to ride forth as a conqueror. The other horses represent different kinds of judgment. Red for warfare and bloodshed, black for famine, pale for death. The high prices of wheat and barley illustrate famine conditions, but the worst is yet to come. Then we go on to verse 4, which complete peace will only come when Christ returns. And this is what it talks about. The picture and revelation of the coming persecutions and natural disasters is gloomy, But ultimately, it is cause for great joy. When believers see these events happening, they will know that their Messiah's return is coming soon. And they can look forward to his reign of justice and peace. Rather than being terrified by what is happening in our world, we should confidently await Christ's return to bring justice and restoration to his people. Verse 8 covers, you know not being specifically clear whether Hades was on a separate horse than death or merely rode along with death, but the riders described in verses 2 through 8 are commonly referred to as the four horsemen of the apocalypse. 
Now the four riders are given power, one-fourth of the earth, indicating that God is still limiting his judgment. It is not yet complete. With these judgments, there is still time for unbelievers to turn to Christ and away from their sin. In this case, the limited punishment not only demonstrates God's wrath on sin, but also his merciful love in giving people yet another opportunity to turn to him before he brings final judgment. We must not presume upon God's patience. Our repentance must be visible and authentic. In what ways does your you know, life reflect new and different behavior? And remember, we covered in chapters, um, in the beginning of the book of Revelation, the seven churches, chapters one through seven, and one of the churches was spewed out because they were lukewarm. The worst thing we could do is be lukewarm people. So again, ask yourself, in what ways does your life reflect new and different behavior? Now, on to verse 9, the altar represents the altar of sacrifice in the temple where animals were sacrificed to atone for sins. Now, instead of the animal's blood at the base of the altar, John saw the souls of martyrs who had died for preaching the gospel. Now, these martyrs were told that still more would lose their lives for their belief in Christ, which is found in verse 11 moving forward in the face of warfare famine persecution and death christians will be called on to stand firmly for what they believe only those who endure to the end will be rewarded by god which is also found by the way in the book of mark chapter 13 verse 13 continuing on through chapter um, verse 11 the martyrs are eager for god to bring justice to the earth but they are told to wait god is not waiting until the certain number is reached but he is promising that those who suffer and die for their faith will not be forgotten. They will be singled out by God for special honor. We may wish for justice immediately, as these martyrs did, but we must be patient. God works according to his own timetable, and he promises justice. No suffering for the sake of God's kingdom, however, is ever wasted. Now, on to verse 12. The sixth seal changes the scene back to the physical world. The first five judgments were directed towards specific areas, but this judgment is universal. Everyone will be afraid when the earth itself trembles. And the last three verses, you know, at the sight of God sitting on the throne, all human beings, great and small, will be terrified, calling for the mountains to fall on them so that they will not have to face the judgment of the Lamb. This vivid picture was not intended to frighten believers. The lamb is a gentle savior. But those generals, emperors, or kings who previously showed no fear of God and arrogantly flaunted their unbelief will find that they were wrong. And in the day, in that day, they will have to face, <coughs> excuse me, God's wrath. So no one has, no one who has rejected God can survive the day of his wrath but those who belong to christ will receive a reward rather than punishment so ask yourself do you belong to christ and if so you need to fear these final days stay tuned for next week we will be covering chapter 7 and it speaks about the 144,000 sealed so we'll discuss that next week Ponder on what I've just read to you guys and spoken to you guys about. Look over chapter 6 and if you have any questions, let me know. God bless and have an amazing week.